peace and many blessings and good morning to us all. We are privileged to be in the presence of God again today to share with all of us the seven last words spoken by our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. And I'm privileged to be the one to share with you the fifth words spoken by the Lord Jesus on the cross. Shall we have a word of prayer? And so our Father and our God, we want to thank you for today, the opportunity that you have given unto us to avail ourselves to be used to speak forth your word. Father, in this time where there is fear, there is panic, there is confusion, no one knows what will happen tomorrow. Lord, you gave us your word in Isaiah chapter 3 verse 10. You said, say to the righteous that it shall be well with them. We thank you for Jesus that he came to die on the cross for us, O God. It's a cross, my God. That is the tool that you use, my God, to bring salvation to men. We ask you, that, Lord, this morning you will use me and make me a blessing to my hearers in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So, the fifth word spoken by our Lord Jesus Christ can be seen in the book of John chapter 19, verse number 28. And I read, After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. I thirst indicated real physical thirst which was intensified by torment of crucifixion for six hours because Jesus had been on the cross for six hours and human as he was at the time he said a test but this statement also reminds us that greater than his physical thirst was his spiritual thirst for the salvation of the souls of men hallelujah the subject of soul winning or salvation is very, very important to the heart of the Lord Jesus. So much so that in his first public statement that he made when he started his public you know, ministry, we can see that in uh, the book of Luke chapter 4, verse number 18, when Jesus said, said, Bible said that he said, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. You realize that Jesus quoted from Isaiah chapter 61, 1 and 2. But you realize that he didn't quote the entire verse 2 of Isaiah chapter 61. Because when you read the verse 2 of Isaiah chapter 61, it says that to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. But you realize that he left out the day of vengeance. Hallelujah. It means that his first coming was to preach salvation. His first coming was to save the lost. Hallelujah. And throughout his public ministry, I believe that the issue of soul winning was that which was on his heart. And that was what he came to accomplish. Hallelujah. There was a time that he said that my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish it. Hallelujah. Jesus also said in Matthew chapter 16 verse 26, he said, For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? This is the estimate value of the soul. God not only created the soul, but he places a high price upon it. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Jesus values the souls of men. Hallelujah. So the souls of men cannot be exchanged for anything, any material thing. You can talk about all the dollars in this world, all the pounds, every material thing in this world, as valuable, as costly as it, as you know it may be, cannot be compared to the souls of men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bible says Jesus lived the scripture. He lived the scripture. And that's the reason why he said in John 4.34 that he is here to fulfill the scripture. His will, his meat is to do the will of him that sent him and then to finish it. Hallelujah. You realize that because this was his you know, heartbeat, this was something that was so dear to him. Bible says that he chose men. He called men. And so when we read Mark chapter 3 verse 14, Bible says that, and he called the twelve. Jesus called the twelve. He appointed twelve that they might be with him, first and foremost, that they might sit at his feet so that he will teach them, so that he will instruct them. Bible says, and that he might send them out to preach. Hallelujah. That means that he poured himself, himself out into these words so that they will carry his spirit and go out there to speak his word. Hallelujah. Because souls were very, very important to him. He didn't want to have the issue that when he had left, there wouldn't be people to carry out the, uh, you know, the mandate for which he came onto the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I believe that Jesus trained 12. But you and I are also being, have also been called to go out there and to preach the word and to win souls for the kingdom. Hallelujah. In this time, you know, when we have this, you know, corona, you know, virus, you know, everywhere. People are dying in their thousands and still counting. We, you and I need to, you know, ask ourselves, these ones, where are they going? Where are they going to spend eternity? Is it in heaven or in hell? It depends on what they have heard. It depends on them having given their lives to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And it is important that you and I will go out there to preach the word, especially in times like this, when men's hearts are troubled, and when men want to hear something that will suit their pain, they want to hear something that will give them comfort, hallelujah, you and I must go out there with the gospel and to preach to these ones, hallelujah, hallelujah, that was Jesus' agenda, he trained men, and he sent them forth to preach forth the word, hallelujah, and you see that Jesus throughout, you know, the ministry, you know, as I said, he was preaching salvation, he was talking about salvation, hallelujah, uh, to the point that even on the cross, he was talking about salvation, hallelujah. When we read John chapter 21, Jesus having been, you know, with the you know, disciples, the 12, and when he was preparing to leave the earth, Bible says that he one day called the you know, apostle Peter, and he threw a question to him. He you know, asked him a very important question. Hallelujah. And we can see this, this, this in John chapter 21 from verse 15 down. Bible says that, So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus had had time with the disciples. He had sat with them. They had broken bread. Bible says that, And when he had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter in particular, He asked him, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? Hallelujah. The question is not only to Peter, but to you and I. Because this is our dispensation. Hallelujah. Do you love me? That was the question Jesus asked Peter back then. He said to him, Jesus, he said to me, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Hallelujah. He said to him, Feed my laps. If we claim to love Jesus, if we claim to be disciples, if we claim to be saints in the house of God, 
There are lambs in the house of God who needed to be fed. To be fed. Hallelujah. They need to hear the word of God. That undiluted word is very, very important. When you go on to the next verse 16, Bible said that he said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are those who need to be raised in the house of God. Hallelujah. And then he goes on to the next verse 17. Jesus said to him the, set, the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Hallelujah. The question to you and I is that, do we love Jesus? Do we love the Lord? If we love him, then the lambs, the sheep must be fed. It is very, very important. Hallelujah. Very, very important to the Lord Jesus. That's the question that he's asking you and I today. Do we love him? Hallelujah. And I believe that if we love the, uh, you know, the, uh, what's the word? No, the souls that Jesus came to die for, he's not only asking us to teach them the word, but he's asking us to go ye. Hallelujah. He's, as, he's asking us to go ye. When you read Matthew chapter 28, the great commission, and that is the commission that he gave to all men, he gave to all of us, from verse number 18 to 20, when he says that go ye, he says that go ye into all the world, hallelujah, and, and go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Verse 20 says that teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Hallelujah. The scripture again, you know, is repeated in Mark chapter 16, verse, uh, verse 15 and 16. For the want of time, I wouldn't be able to read it. But there is no other word that explains go than the word go. Hallelujah. And so the one who says to us go has not, you know, asked us to stop. That means that we have to keep on going. Hallelujah. We have to keep on going. And it's very, very important. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus says, I test. Hallelujah. I test. He tests for the souls of men. And it's very, very important. And I believe that if we really love to see men saved, we not only go out there to speak to them, but there are times that we need to pray for these ones. Hallelujah. And when we pray, beloved, something, you know, happens. It's very, very important. Hallelujah. I see scripture in the book of Revelation chapter 8 from verse 2. I see scripture and I see a revelation here. Bible says that, And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Go on, please. Then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was giving much incense that he, he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Go on. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there, there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and earthquake. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, the, and, 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 and you see, I see this thing, you know, happen in the book of Acts chapter 16 from verse 25. Bible says that Paul and Silas, they were, you know, arrested for preaching the word of God. And they were put into jail, into prison. But Bible says that but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening. That means that they were praying loud. They were singing loudly. Hallelujah. And other prisoners heard them. 
suddenly there was a great earthquake. Do we see that the same word here, earthquake? Hallelujah. It means that when we pray and the prayers go up there, you know, to heaven, it is mixed with what? No incense. And it is thrown back onto the earth. And, the, and then it will cause what? No earthquakes. No shakings upon the earth. Things what? No happen. God sometimes should be called upon to do something what? No radical in the lives of men. So that men will fear God and surrender their lives unto Jesus. Hallelujah. Souls must be saved. Men must hear the gospel. You know, I keep saying that, you know, coronavirus, you know, is a good thing. Hallelujah. Especially around this time. When men have become so used to the things of the world that they don't fear God. Hallelujah. Men wouldn't want to hear the gospel because they feel they have everything that pertains to life. Hallelujah. They are rich. They have their cars, their homes and everything. And so they will not listen to the gospel. But because of Corona, men are what? Afraid. Their hearts are afraid. And so now we have the word, opportunity to share with them the word of God. And they will listen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has done something what? No radical. In the earth, hallelujah. That will cause men to listen to the word of God. Very, very important. Hallelujah. Amen. When we talk about the souls of men, you see, when we, uh, what's it, when you pray, you know, for your family, your friends, people in your home, and God will use your prayer to have these people to be saved. Hallelujah. It is very, very important to me. Amen. Hallelujah. It is very, very important. And I believe that it calls for prayer. That you and I must now rise up and then pray. I want to use these few minutes that we have to even call for prayer. Hallelujah. We have to pray. Men must be saved. Hallelujah. The hearts of men must be touched. Men should not go to hell. We should not uh, you know, be there and watch men go to hell. It is not that which we have been called to do. Hallelujah. We have been called to save men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we are going to pray. The first point of call, even as we pray, we see in Matthew chapter 5, verse number 6, Bible says that blessed are they who, who would no hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. One who pray for the spirit of righteousness, hallelujah, in the land, spirit of righteousness. When men will not seek after their own, but no righteousness, but the righteousness of Christ, which shall be imputed upon them. One who pray this morning, I want you to lift up your voice with me as we pray. For the spirit of righteousness, that men will test for righteousness. Bible says that for when you test, you shall be filled. Hallelujah! You test and what? No, uh, what's the word? No hunger. You shall be filled. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, O God, for the spirit of righteousness, my God, Father, in this land, especially in this time when men's hearts, my God, are so charged with the things of the world, that men, my God, would not seek after, my God, even your what no righteousness. Men would not fear you, my God. We pray, O oh God, create, my God, a test, my God, for even, my God, righteousness in the land, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We pray, O oh God, let there be a test, a desire for men, my God, to seek you, my God, and to seek, my God, to live for you, Lord, and to please you alone. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We are going to pray again. We are praying for renewed commitment for godly pursuits. Hallelujah. Bible says in Isaiah chapter 55 from verse 1 to 2. Isaiah chapter 51 from verse 1 to 2. Oh, everyone who tests, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and, and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Hallelujah. I want to pray that men will run to God. Hallelujah. That men will run to God. That they will seek after godly things. They will seek after godly things, not, not the things you know of the world. Today, what we see is that our cars are packed. 
we cannot even move what no our cars our shoes are there we cannot even wear them it tells you that these things are not so important what is important is life men are now fighting for their lives we want to pray this morning in the name of Jesus, that we will have a renewed word, the commitment for godly purposes. Shall we lift up our voice and pray? In the name of Jesus, Father Lord, this day, even as we stand before your throne, we pray that men will seek after godly things, my God. Things, my God, Father, O oh God, that are not temporary, but things that are eternal. Things, my God, Father, O oh God, that my God, Father, will lead men to heaven. In the name of Jesus, we pray, my God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we pray, O oh God, men will desire my God, to draw close to you. They will desire, my God, to draw close to you, my God, that they will not seek after the things of the world, but they will seek after the things of the kingdom. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we are praying again that people will, will, long, will, long, will long and thirst for the words of God, and then they will long for and, and then they will have what they will long to have uh, what the word, no more of God. Hallelujah. I want to look at John chapter 3, verse 30. John chapter 3 verse 30 says that but it says that I must decrease but he must increase. We want to pray that men will seek that Christ shall what increase in them. The life of Christ shall increase in their life. Shall we lift above the and pray this day? Father in the name of Jesus. Father we say with John my God the Baptist. My God the Lord we must decrease. Even as you increase in our lives, oh God, we pray that men will seek, my God, that they will have more of you, Lord. They will have more of you and less of themselves in the name of Jesus. That they will have more of you and less of themselves. If we pray, oh God, that men will seek, my God, to have you, my God. They will seek to have you, Lord. They will seek to have, my God, you, my God, in their lives, oh God, and less of themselves in the name of Jesus. In the name of we pray, oh God, our Father, today, my God, we will see, my God, men desiring, my God, to, my God, run after you, my God. Even as the dear, my God, Father, oh God, run even after the water brooks. We pray in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And finally, we are praying. We are praying that we will be, what, rooted and steadfast in the in Christ. Hallelujah. We become rooted and steadfast in Christ. Colossians chapter 2 from verse 6 to 7. Colossians 2, 6 to 7 says that as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. So walk in him. Verse 7 says that rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. In the name of Jesus shall we pray. Our Father and our God, today even as we pray, my God, that soul shall be saved. Even as we pray that we'll go out there, my God, to do that which you have called us to do. By going out there with your word, by preaching the undiluted word to many, that men shall be saved, my God, and my God, end up in heaven and not in hell. We pray that we ourselves, my God, shall be rooted in you, my God. We ourselves, having been planted in your house, my God, we will not be moved about and tossed about with every doctrine and every wind. In the name of we pray, O oh God, we shall be planted in your house and never be moved. We want to thank you this day. We give you praise. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O God. We thank you for this wonderful time that we've had in your presence, O God. We thank you for touching the hearts and the lives of men. We thank you, my God, our Lord. Even having sent forth your word, souls have been saved. Men have been delivered. Your will has been done. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen.